radioinfluence.com. All righty, it's NFL time. And wait, wait, wait. NFL? NFL? We're like May 1st. We're right in the end. End of April, May. NFL? Yeah, NFL draft. NFL knows how to use the schedule, don't they? Oh, my God. A lot of interest with the NFL. Yes, we do have playoff time in NHL, NBA playoffs. It's fantastic. Major League Baseball is off to a good roll. But you know what? I wanted to give you some NFL, more specifically Tampa Bay Buccaneers, more specifically General Manager Jason Light. I sit down. With GM Jason Light, what is it going to be like? What is it like right now, life after Tom Brady? He and Bruce Arians were responsible for bringing in the GOAT, seven-time Super Bowl champion. It was six at the time, right? The first year Brady comes, boom, Super Bowl, winning it at home, at, at their home stadium, Raymond James Stadium, during the COVID year, just just an incredible feat. But he's trying to get Super Bowl ring number three. He actually has two. We started off on that note. So I sat down with General Manager Jason Light just to see, to feel, well, you know, what's the deal here, man? You know, and without further ado, I know that's why you're tuning in. Then I got my stories on the back end. Here we go. Here's the guy that calls the shots with the NFL Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jason Light. All right, I am with Jason Light. Jason Light with two Super Bowl rings, two Super Bowl rings, right, Jason? One with uh, New England and one with us, obviously. And I think Tom Brady and I are the only two that have those two rings. Really? Well, he was our quarterback that year that we won in 2001 in, in New England. There you go. There you go. You know, and, and the, the most questions that I get, I was at Super Bowl week. I was at the Combine. I'm here. And, you know, they love to bring up Tom Brady. It was unbelievable, wasn't it? You, you and Bruce, you bring him here. You win the Super Bowl. Helps change the culture. But now you're in a different, you're in a different situation. Are you not? Well, yeah, we're definitely in a different situation because we're not, uh, we don't have the GOAT. But uh, we knew this day was coming. Um, we planned for it for a long time that it was going to, didn't know exactly when it was going to happen, but we knew it was going to happen. And uh, now there's there's new challenges for us. And that's, uh, you know, for my group of um, men and women in the scouting department, it's, uh, it's, it's that's what kind of gets their juices flowing. It's, it's time to now go and, and find some fresh blood. Do you like it? I mean, obviously, you would love to have the GOAT. Yes. You'd like to have some of the Gronk and some of the some of the great names. But do you actually look at this as a real challenge? You're in the NFC South. I know that, you know, you don't take anybody lightly, but you still have a very, very good chance at keeping that NFC South crown. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's exciting. Um, it excites me to think about you know, and I never call this a rebuild. Um, we lost Tom retired and we're um, regrouping here a little bit, but we've got some challenges with the cap. Um, we can't just go out and sign um, 
all the great players that are available anymore right now. Um, but it's it's also that is that challenge is what drives us um, to if we can win this division while we're doing this and cleaning up some of this the cap situation that we intentionally created because I would do it all again. Um, it just makes it all the more all, all you know it's going to be a very exciting year. How much of a better position do you think that you are in right now with all the years of experience? Being an executive for so many years, coming up through scouting, player personnel. Now you're coming up on a decade, I believe, as the GM here of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You know, how much more do you, do you just know and, and, and feel so much more confident in your position now, Jason? Well, I'm dramatic, dramatically better because of and not necessarily because of what I've learned. It's the people that I have and the team that I put together and been fortunate to have, they make this whole thing run. And so I, I have to make some decisions, but they, um, they're doing all the work. And I just, I don't want to say all the work. I, I, I try to carry my, do my fair share, but I have the utmost confidence in these guys to handle these people, to handle everything. And then, so I just have to make some of the tough decisions. How close are you still business-wise, decisions, things like that, with Bruce Arians? I know he's been stepping back. I know he still loves to look at the film and, and you know, uh, you know chime in that way. What, what's it like between you and Bruce now, these days? That's great. We're, I'm planning to go uh, see him after the draft and spend some time and golf up the lake with him. Um, we, uh, we text or talk often. He's keeping him up to date on our free agents and he sent me a uh you know his thumbs up or a cocktail glass emoji after uh, we made some signs and nice. he's happy last i talked to him he was in turks and caicos enjoying time with his family but uh, uh yeah we keep up keep up all the time he's one of my best friends and always will be yeah now has the game changed that much a lot of people tell me, oh, you got to have a running quarterback. The RPOs, it's just gotten a lot different. At the Super Bowl, I interviewed Terry Bradshaw. He's like, it's like the AFL. When I was playing, I love watching the AFL. That's how the NFL is right now. Do you agree with that, Jason? Oh, it's changing, that's for sure. It's for sure. The, the quarterback position, for one, is changing a lot. Um, uh, defenses are changing. Every five, six years, they evolve into something that's it's a new game. So Todd does a great job of keeping fresh his defense and changing things. I know a lot of people look to Todd to see what he does because of that. But the the game, the overall game is changing. And the hiring of Dave Canales. I know you guys and, and Todd had gone through a lot of different interviews. You select him. I know he had success in Seattle, but this is his first crack at being in OC. Why? Why was it Dave Canales? I don't know if you had a relationship with him, but Todd said he did not. No, I didn't either. Um, you know, ultimately, this was Todd's decision, but I sat in on the interviews with him and we uh, both agreed that he was just had a lot of energy, a lot of creative ideas. He understands the game um, very, very well. And um, just he's got a simplistic yet complex, uh, simple to coach, complex in, in delivery type of offense, which I like. And uh, yeah, I'm just I like the fact I think I just said here a little bit ago that um the fact that he hasn't called plays, everybody's got to get their start somewhere. But the fact that he hasn't is almost a plus in some regard that he's a, he's not stuck in his ways. So, yeah, this will be fun to watch. It'll be a evolve over time, um, but it's going to be fun. I know the quarterback 
situation is going to be fun to watch. May the best man win. Todd told us it's a wide open decision. When it does come down to that decision, are you kind of the overseer? Is it going to be Todd? Will it be a combination? You and Canales and everybody? How's that going to How's that going to work, Jason? Well, I'll, I'll be involved in it, but this is the this is the head coach uh, head coach decision of uh, his football team. Um, um, once the players get brought in, he, you know, especially a decision like this, he I want him to be com- comfortable who his quarterback is and who's. So um, that's the most important position on the team. So. And the head coach should have that. How do you think Tom Brady is going to do as a broadcaster? It is a totally different situation. I know he always prepares. He's been to go at everything. How do you think he's going to do, Jason? I think he's going to do great. He's, I, I, the guy is, hasn't failed at too many things in life uh, um, in terms of his uh, things that he puts his time and effort into in, in, in his career, whatever his career path is. So this is now going to be his career whenever this starts. I'm sure he's going to do great. Well, is there one thing that you can tell our audience that we don't know about Tom Brady? You knew him in New England, but you probably really got to know him a lot more here in Tampa Bay. Is there something about Brady that we we might be surprised or we don't know? Uh, you know, he's maybe, I don't know, Tom's pretty much lives in the, in the spotlight. Everybody kind of knows everything about him. I mean, he's a great guy. He's a great father. Um, I don't know if people realize what a great sense of humor he has. So he's got a great sense. He's a he's a practical joker, and he loves uh, to rib people and give people crap all the time, in, in a good way. So it's a he's a fun guy to joke around with. I tell that. All right, here's my last question. I ask everybody that does this. You have made it to the top. You have made it to the NFL. You have won two Super Bowls. What advice do you give a young person? that's trying to climb their way to success. And it could be any field, Jason. What's the best piece of advice you could give? To uh, not forget to stop and, I mean, hate to use a cliche, but smell the roses and enjoy the journey um, along the way because it's such a fleeting business. Um, it can be this with other businesses too, but I wish on you know, that Super Bowl year was, looking back on it now, what a great year, what a great time we had during that, going to the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl, but I was just already wound up two days later about signing our guys back and you know contracts and all that stuff. Just relax and enjoy the enjoy the success when you have it. Yeah, I've always gotten along with Jason really, really well. But again, as I've always said, I say it on these podcasts, it's a results-oriented business. You win, you keep your job. You don't win, you're going to be gone. He is now going into his 10th, 10th season. I'm sure when he got the gig and he and his family never thought that they would really be here a decade and counting. And just talking with owner Joel Glazier here a couple of weeks ago, right here on this podcast, The Rock Stops Here, he was glowing, glowing terms when I asked him about Jason Light. He brought us the Super Bowl, helped get Brady here, he and Bruce Arians, what he's done, the whole deal. And so I think Jason's job seems to be pretty secure, even though, even if they have, you know, a bad season. You know, he, he's earned it. He's done a really, really good job. Uh, But now is the challenge. Now, I know that he and head coach Todd Bowles, they don't want to say rebuilding. They're retooling. 
They're retooling, if not rebuilding. And I thought it was really interesting when they're all pro tackle on offense, Tristan Wirfs, met with us last week, two weeks ago, at One Buck, the Advent Health Center, where the Buccaneers have their training facility. And he flat out said the Super Bowl, winning the Super Bowl was a curse and a blessing. It was great, obviously, that you win it all, but also it was kind of a curse because there were some guys that turned into me guys. And in order to get back to the dance, get back to the show, to win it all, you got to all be on the same page. It's got to be no IN team. Now, he didn't mention names, but there were some that got a little full of themselves and more about them. That's going to happen when you have success at any level, whether it's MLB, NHL, NBA, you know, and they're like, hey, I won a Super Bowl. Oh, I won the Stanley Cup. Oh, I got an NBA ring. You know, where's my money? Now, where's my money? My contract's up? Come on, man. So it's going to be something this year. And now, sorry if you can hear that plane overhead. It is actually a gorgeous day here in Florida. I'm sitting outside. I'm going to take every advantage of every single day here. It's going to get really hot really soon, and it will stay that way all the way through October. So I'm just taking advantage of being outside. I'm being outside at night. I like to eat outside our dinner. I like to be outside when uh, my daughter's doing her homework and everybody's doing stuff around the house. I love being outside, and I'm outside. So if you hear a plane overhead, I'm on a flight path to TIA. Uh, Sorry about that. But it is a gorgeous, gorgeous day. But anyway, so I thank Jason Light. It is the NFL draft. NFL's very, very smart, man, on what they do with the scheduling. You know how they have the combine. And that t- there's a lot of news there. And the NFL owners meetings. And you get a lot of news there. Scuttlebutt. Of course, the Super Bowl is a, is a, it's, it's an event for an entire week. And this year, this coming year, it's going to be in Las Vegas. How about Las Vegas, man? You know, I saw that the Oakland Raiders owner is not too happy about the Oakland A's moving to Vegas, you know, and he wants, he wants all that money, Uh, but it's only 17 dates, 17 games, split that in half. Uh, Las Vegas has had a lot of big events, you know, and is there enough room? You know, Vegas is growing like crazy. Where we live here in this Tampa Bay area and in Florida, oh my God, just growing, just, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And I wonder how baseball is going to do. Like when you go to Vegas, are you going there to watch Major League Baseball? Is it one of those things where you're going to hit the casinos for a, and the parties and the shows and then maybe you'll go to a game? I don't know. But a friend of mine is the sports director at the Fox affiliate in Vegas. He's been there for a while. I got to know him on some of these movie junkets. And I had him on probably three years ago on the radio. I was doing a show with Martin Gramatica. And Martin, maybe Martin wasn't there that day, but I called him up, Kevin. And I said, can you come on? And I asked him. I said, you know, Vegas, man, you got the Raiders now. The Las Vegas Golden Knights, very, very successful with the hockey team in Vegas. What about Major League Baseball? And he's like, I don't, I, I don't see it. He's like, that's a lot of dates. I don't know if the area could really support it. Now, again, that was three years ago, maybe even four years ago, three years ago. 
But the Oakland A's are on their way and they're going to go. So, you know, can you imagine being in Oakland where you lost the Golden State Warriors, you lost the NFL Raiders, and now you're losing the Oakland A's in baseball. But next year, the Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas. I was talking to uh, Joe, one of the Joes from Joe Bucks fan. He's already got his hotel booked. But we've been spending so much money lately, my wife and I. Oh, my God, that I just, I know I should even book that ahead. I'm not going to be able to do as many trips probably next year as I've done this year because we're buying a house that we sold a house, we made money, but now we got to put more money into this house because the housing prices here in Florida especially in the Tampa Bay area and where we're looking uh, is just, they've gone up so much. I'm sure you know, you know, you probably know where you are. Not every place in the United States has gone up this much, but it's crazy. And then when you make a move and then all you do have to spend and for your, you know, for, there's just a lot to it. The storage, the moving company, you know, you got to put this money down for this. You got to put this down payment down here. You got to, you know, you got to pay for this, uh, the inspection. You got to put money here. We're going to probably have to get flood besides uh, the regular insurance. And everything is just, we're spending so much money, man. I don't know if I can even put down anything. I know you can cancel, and I should. But anyway, I do plan on being to go to the Super Bowl. I got to. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Because I got a tip. They were asking so much for rooms. My friend Joe from Joe Bucks Fan was telling me that the week of the Super Bowl or the week right after the Super Bowl, when it was announced, we all knew that you know next year's Super Bowl is going to be in Vegas. That he looked on, he looked up some rooms on the Strip, and it was like two grand a night. Like really, you're going to price grounds that much? I guess so. He got a really, really good deal. You know what? I might have to do that, but I probably won't even tell my wife. And here we go. Spend a little bit more. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Speaking of the NFL and the draft, I noticed like the um, the acts, the artists, the bands, the entertainment for the NFL draft, Fallout Boy, Motley Crue, and Thundercat. And I was just... You know, and it's how things have changed. Like it's streamed on NFL's Facebook page and also YouTube. You can check out, you know, you checked out these bands. Um, if you're listening to this right after the draft here, I don't know if you were interested in Fallout Boy or Thundercat or Motley Crue. Look, Motley Crue, they're a party band. You know, they've been around forever. And I just thought back, I saw Motley Crue with a buddy of mine, I was on a baseball team with him in uh, here in Tampa Bay, a men's team, baseball. And Motley Crue, it was, it, let's see, I'm with Emily almost 20 years now. It had to be right around before that. Let's say 22 years ago, something like that, man. Motley Crue was down. Like, they did not have the resurgence. They played at the USF Sundome. That's on the campus of the University of South Florida. I swear to God, was there 2,000? Maybe 1,500 people? That was it. Now, Motley Crue used to be humongous, but then they were down. And I just remember sitting up close. Tickets were hardly anything. My buddy Ben's like, you want to go? I'm like, sure. 
We drank a couple of brews. We partied a little bit, got there, and boom. And I just remember them like, we, we were close to the stage. And I remember them just cursing constantly and spitting on the floor and F you and this and that and this and that. And, you know, they were all right. They were good. They were all right, you know. And then they had the huge resurgence and then the movie. And now Nick Mars, you know, suing them. And this, and I got a replacement. And I'm like, how long is their window? Like Motley Crue is still like, I don't. The Stones, I'm a huge Rolling Stones. It's going to come a time. They're more bluesy than more the fast rock metal of, you know, Motley Crue. But I don't know. I'm not interested in Motley Crue seeing them now anymore. Unless somebody says, hey, you got tickets. The majority of concerts, actually, you want to be honest? Probably all of the concerts that I've been to. I have gotten free tickets. I've been very lucky. Being in media, in radio, over the years, knowing the promotions guy, I've gotten tickets for free. Or my buddy will be like, hey man, I got got extra ticket, you wanna go? I'm in. And it's always been last minute, always. My wife, it just drives my wife crazy. She's like, you don't plan anything. Life doesn't always turn out like that. You know, we're staying at my in-laws and I had like a couple beers in me the other night and just, you know, we're right there. And my wife's like, just go down and talk to Greg. And Greg is a guy that lives on the street and his daughters are in high school. And, and so I walked down there a couple of times and like Greg didn't come out and I came back. Like his garage was up and his truck was in the driveway and I just kind of hang there. I don't want to be creeper. I don't want to ring the doorbell. You know, he never came out. I came back and my wife goes, what happened? I said, Greg didn't come out. She goes, you expect everything to just work without planning anything. Life doesn't work like that. You're going to have to start planning something. You can't just always go fly by night, fly by the seat of your pants. What do you expect everything to work out? You're going to walk down there. Greg's going to come out with a beer and you guys are going to start shooting the shit. <laughs> but you know what? I walked down the third time and he came out, <laughs> but he can't drink because he's going to have surgery. Uh, I don't think it's doing any good. We can't hang, you know, Got to shoot the shit. But anyway, uh, just, you know, the Motley Crue thing, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm wondering when that window, you know, when that window is going to end. Now, there's a couple of things that I wanted to uh, hit on here. The gambling situation. At most guys that I know that follow sports, gamble. And I'm wondering when it is going to be nationwide. Like, I can't believe here in the state of Florida, it's still not legal. And it, I was talking to another guy that's in the media. He's like, I don't know if I'll see it in my lifetime. I'm like, your lifetime? You're 58 years old, 59. Really? Really? And then I saw, did you see that last week? A couple of NFL players getting suspended. Uh, I'm just... You know, they're young guys, NFL guys, you know, players that are in the major leagues or NHL, NBA, like they're young, they're young. And when you're young, you think you're invincible. But 
follow the rules, man. Don't jeopardize your career. It's so hard to make it to the top. It's so hard to make millions of dollars playing a game. Why would you even chance that? Is that, is there money on the side? Is it that tempting? I guess, I guess, but it just blew me away when I went to the NFL to the Super Bowl in Phoenix this past season. And the first press conference that I went to was the city and uh, government, the governor was there and the, the mayor of Phoenix and the owner, Bidwell, of the Arizona Cardinals, Larry Fitzgerald. He's a big ambassador for Arizona Cardinals, you know, well-loved former player, all that jazz. They love him there. And, you know, they did the press conference. They had the indigenous uh, people and tribes, you know, they want to make sure that they give back to that, those tribes, you know, that were here first on the land in Arizona, all that jazz. And it was nice, nice press conference. And at the end, Bidwell says, and by the way, if you don't know, Welcome. Gambling is legal here. We'll have a, a section, a spot right here on at the Super Bowl in the parking lot. Place your bets, gamble away, and enjoy our fine city of Phoenix. Thank you very much. I'm like, wow, look at that. It used to be that you would go into clubhouses, especially in baseball. There was always a sign. So illegal to gamble. No gambling allowed. Couldn't even talk about gambling. And look at how it's changed now. But it's still not nationwide. It's not every state. It's crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. And it is it is kind of a slippery slope. So it's going to be funny. It's going to be funny. It's going to be interesting to see. I want to thank, I want to thank my guys too. Uh, the Pat and Aaron show on WDAE radio in Tampa, they still bring me on at least once a month. And I've been coming from there today. iHeart Studios and it's beautiful. This feather sound, a gorgeous building. Everything is new. It's just, it's gorgeous. There's something about live radio. Like I'm talking to you now. I'm, I'm, I'm taping this. I'm sure that there are podcasts that are live. I did live TV and live radio my entire career. And I just miss it. I just miss it. Sorry. It's in my blood. I just damn miss it. I mean, I spent 18 years on live TV with Bay News 9. I spent another 10 years, I would say, live radio and it's just, I just miss it. And what I've always realized, when you're live, you can't stop. You can't, oh, I made a mistake. Oh, let's do this again. You're live. It's done, boom, you walk out, done, boom. And when you're recording, there's this little thought in the back of your brain knowing, oh, if I don't, pronunciate, pronounce properly, maybe my delivery. Was I sure about that name or not? You know what? I'll just stop. We'll redo it. We'll redo it. And it always would take more time to record. Like at the TV station that I was at, you would record the morning sports. And if you know you're recording, again, there's you can always stop and redo it. But I just miss live and I miss live. I miss it.
I just do. And every time I go in there on WDAE and with those guys and it's fun and then boom, you're done. I'll never forget years and years and years ago when I was at FNN. It was called Financial News Network, Monday through Friday, and then FNN Sports, FNN Score on weekends. And it was nationwide. And I was living in Jersey, and they wanted me to go in and do a live show in Manhattan, in New York. It was at some studio. I don't remember, and I just remember like driving around trying to find a parking spot. I drove in from Jersey. I normally wouldn't. I would take the train, New Jersey Transit, sometimes the bus, the Lakeland bus, go to Port Authority, then walk. I love walking in New York City. I'm not a big fan of, I would want to live in New York City, especially now as you get older, but I do love visiting, and I love walking. I just love walking. And maybe it's because of fear I'd get on the wrong subway and, and end up somewhere that I don't know where I'm going. But anyway, and I remember parking and I remember going in and I remember it was, maybe it was, you know what? It might've been a March Madness show because there was the Fordham University's basketball coach at the time that was coming in as a guest. I don't even remember his name at the time. I remember he was really, really a good dude. Nice man. And I just remember doing the show and doing a talk back with the anchors. The anchors might have been in Los Angeles. And it was really, really cool. And it was really neat. Shook hands with him. I think he asked me, hey, can you do something about my parking? And I'm like, I'm just a sports guy here. I don't even see the bosses. They're out of L.A. I know. And anyway, and I remember leaving. And it was done. Like when you're when it, when it's live, you're done. You're done. There's no anything. You don't have to do anything, change anything, whatever. It's done. Boom. And I remember walking out and being on the streets of Manhattan with the big skyscrapers, all the people. And I'm like, wow, I just did a national show talking all about March Madness and all these schools. And now I'm just walking here in the streets of New York. And that was live. And it was nationwide. It was so cool. And there's just, I don't know, there's just... Nothing like that. I've been still kicking around a lot of different ideas, what else I could do. And by the way, if you are listening now or you know of somebody that does, would like to advertise and sponsor with me, just hit me up. Hit me up on social media. I'm at Rock Riley or Real Rock Riley. Twitter, Instagram, you can DM me, Facebook, Rock Riley, plenty of ways, easy to, to, to get a hold of people. I've noticed now the easiest way for me to... And again, all, every one of these interviews, I still, I'm going on two years now. I don't know if I had a hundred episodes of this. Every single guest has been in person. I have not had to do a Zoom or on the phone guest yet. It even amazes me. Has it got me anywhere? No. But I do like doing things in person. And almost everyone, almost 90% of these interviews are on the fly. Maybe 80, 85%. Some are set up, but most are just on the fly. Hey, man, you got five minutes, two minutes? I know. If I set it up, you know, maybe my wife is right. But anyway, really, really interesting. There was also, um, so I go to a gym called Anytime Fitness. I don't, they have them all around the country. I like it because 
you don't have to go to the same one. Like my swipe card, my little fob, my key card, gets me into any, anytime fitness, anywhere. And I know that a lot of the former pro or current pro wrestlers or fir- wrestlers, they like it because they travel so much, no matter what city. Like Dustin Rhodes was in the Anytime Fitness in Clearwater a couple of weeks back. Guy told me he comes in here now and then. I'm like, wow, he doesn't live here. Uh, Like I told you, Big Show, I saw him. The Anytime Fitness had closed up in an area called Trinity, so he was using this one, Ridgemore. Um, They like it. I like it. And so the owner of an Anytime Fitness in Clearwater, Florida, his name is Dave. And he also is a restaurant bar owner. And he's got a very popular bar in a little town called Safety Harbor, Florida. And so Dave, he looks young as heck. But I was on the trip to Tokyo, Japan with him. Covering the Tampa Bay Devil Rays against the New York Yankees back in the day. And it was weird because they opened up the Major League Baseball season in Japan, in the Tokyo Dome. I, I'm not a fan of that. I think you really should open up the season at your home or if it's away at their, you know, your home play, play base, you know. Because then they went back and there were still a couple of spring training games after they played regular season games in Tokyo, whatever. But it was an unbelievable experience. And Dave was a sponsor an advertiser and was on that trip. And I know he really thought it was incredible. I think one day, this is, this is 20 years ago. I didn't, I knew it was a long time ago, but the reason why I'm bringing this up, I knew Dave owned this bar in safety Harbor and I was there a couple of times, but he wasn't there. And I knew he owned I didn't know he owned a couple of Anytime Fitnesses. So today, when I was at an Anytime Fitness, he was working out and he's looking, he's looking. And I look and I point. I was on one of the machines and I point. I had headphones on. And he's like, Rock? I said, yeah. He goes, ah. So he finished his little workout, came over, fist bump. And he's like, what are you, low key with the, what are you, you, incognito with the headphones on? I'm like, yeah, I'm just low key, low key, low key. So we were shooting the shit and going on and on about business and this and that. And see, I haven't seen you around. Are you still in it? Yeah, I'm covering a box, raise the lightning. Got a couple of other little things, Tampa Free Press, Joe Bucks fan, small podcast. But I'm still doing it, still doing it. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was telling me about his business and what's going on. It's really hard to find help like young people he's like you give them the training they'll take the shirts they show up for a little bit and they just don't show up anymore they just never come back and he goes it's a major problem um uh, the cost is more uh, supplies everything costs more but he's in a really good location but anyway we're just talking about that and blah 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 so i said all right great he goes i'll see you i said okay you got to come to the last friday in safety harbor it's they have a, they close down the streets. It's a big party. I'm like, I got a couple of friends that are actually meeting at your place tonight, but I can't. I have to uh, pick up my daughter. My wife is doing a, a shift at HSN, Home Shopping Network. She works. So I got my responsibilities. I would love to, but I'll, I'll see you again, Dave. So I'm still doing my workout. He comes back over in a little bit and he's like, hey, it's 20 years ago, like almost to like this week, within a couple of weeks, 20 years ago, we were in Japan. 
I'm like, holy shit, is it 20 years ago? I remember that trip like it was yesterday. I said, it's 20 years ago? Holy shit. And he's like, yeah. And he goes, guess what? I found the program for the game, Yankees versus the Tampa Bay Devil Race. And he's like, I got it signed. Derek Jeter, Reggie Jackson, Yogi. He goes, it was kind of a pain in the ass to ask, but boy, I said, oh my God, you got that with those names? What the hell is that worth, Dave? Frame it up. And I said, that's awesome. And I said, that was a great time. He goes, hi, right, come by the spot. Come by on our first Friday, third Friday, or first last Friday or whatever. I said, I'll see you soon, Dave. But it just, I'll never forget, they stay, the Rays and the Yankees stayed in the same hotel in Tokyo. Now, that never happens during here in the States. Like, you're never in the same hotel. And you wouldn't anyway because you come in for a three or four game series in baseball. It's not like that in other sports until you get to the playoffs. And then there's two games and a third night usually, sometimes a fourth night. So you'll stay. But like for NFL, NHL, NBA, regular season, you just come in for a game and then you're gone and you stay at night. Well, in, in baseball, you will stay, but no no home team and away team would stay in the same hotel. The home team would be staying in their own beds in their homes. And uh, I'll never forget, I, we, and we as media got to stay in the same hotel as the Yankees and the Devil Race. And it was so neat. There would be times I'd go up on the uh, in the elevator and I remember uh, Willie Randolph was there and Carl Crawford was in the young player for the Rays at the time. Damn, I think his son is playing now. Shit. And Willie Randolph was, they were, they were busting Carl Crawford's balls and he got off and I was still on the elevator. Willie Randolph goes, hey man, stop busting the kid's balls. He's just a kid. He's just a kid. Uh, let him go. And another time I was sitting, oh, and uh, there was a big, Big Japanese star on the Yankees. He was in the elevator one time. He was big, pretty big, because normally the Japanese players are smaller than the American players. Hideki Matsui. Hideki Matsui, yeah. He had a translator with him. He was on the elevator with me. There was another time where I was sitting in the lobby, and uh, who comes and sits down in the couch right right next to me across from Yogi Berra. Great Yogi. I said, hey, Yogi, how's it going? He's like, eh, pretty good. Pretty nice place we're staying at here. It's kind of nice. I like it. I like Japan. And just like so down to earth. And I'm like, I am sitting here bullshitting with Yogi freaking Barra. Yogi. Yogi. Reggie Jackson. Never forget a fan yelled out something, God bless. And Reggie turned around. He goes, I needed that. Thank you. But it was just so, it was so neat, just so neat. But I was reminded that it was 20 years ago because Dave at Anytime Fitness told me about the program that he just found. I'm like, oh my God. I said, Dave, I'm just thankful we're both here. I'm living. I'm here in your gym 20 years later, man. Unbelievable. How about that? So really cool times, a little bit of reminiscing, but all is good. So this was NFL Draft Week. I hope you got your fill of that. Uh, next episode, I don't know. I have got several. 
several that I've been saving. I, I think I know who I'm going to play next, but I won't. Uh, don't hold me to it because who knows? Between now and then, I can run into somebody big name and we shall see. But again, I want to thank all of you that have been with me for a long time now. I think we're closing in on two years here with the Rock Stops Here podcast. I really, really appreciate you. I really do. Tell your friends, tell your peeps. And if not, if you're not subscribed, hit the subscribe button and then you don't have to do a damn thing. It'll come your way every Tuesday at like in the early in the morning hours. You wake up on a Tuesday and you get yourself a new podcast. My thank you to Radio Influence guys, Jason, Jerry, my guys. Thank you, especially Jason, Jerry. Keep uh, stay strong, my man. He's had a few health issues, more than a few, but just stay strong. And all of you, like I thank you. I thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. That'll about do it, man. So I'll talk to you next week. Who knows where I will stop. Thanks, guys.